Hey, amigos and amigas. This is part two of our discussion with Antonio. We had some great chats and laughs with him, so I hope you enjoy it. Yeah, buddy. living about in Australia? Oh, look, I think it's a land of opportunities. Um, I think everyone in the world kind of knows that, uh, that you know, American dream, but I, I think there is an Australian dream and, mm. and I do enjoy that um, here, like work-life balance, it's a thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas, like, for example, in the US, and, I, and I'm going to refer a lot to the US because yeah, that's kind of, you grew up, the okay, US, yeah. we have it very there's a big close. influence over there. Yeah, yeah, there's a big influence of, of you know from the US and Venezuela. So you live there to work. You, yeah. Your whole life, your whole time is devoted to working. Whereas mm-hmm. here, you work, but you make money and you can, you know, have a certain lifestyle. And mm. every now and then you need to stay late at work. But, you know, usually you can get out of work to doing stuff that you want daylight yeah. savings you can still go to the beach so yeah you can enjoy a bit more your life but is it the live to work work to live kind of concept yeah 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 exactly. we definitely have a better balance of that yeah. way better we don't realize how lucky we are when we have those bad days but yeah when you think of like the u.s yeah they're, they're pulling out a 60 mm. 70 sometimes 80 hour yeah week. exactly right and yeah. you know there's good a decent amount of public holidays and and yeah. and, and, and and you know just annually, which mm. is not a thing in the U.S. Like yeah. oh, wow. it's like ten days for yeah. a year, and mm. there's like three or four, like Fourth of July, mm. Thanksgivings, and you know Christmas, and that's, that's it. Yeah. That's yeah. about yeah. it. Yeah. Really, we are. New South Wales is not lucky with the public holidays. No, we, no, are, we, we are, are the least one. Yeah, yeah. Victoria least, yeah. get days off because it's grand final. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. They, get, yeah, they get Melbourne Cup off. They get all these other things. Yeah, they got a public holiday every Tuesday in November. Yeah. We're like, yeah. yay, Labor yeah. Day. <laughs> Man, it's crazy. But I, I have heard that it's um, even just having annual leave in the US is really hard to actually get it. Because for us, like if you have more than 20 days, you right, you're pretty to. much like forced. You, you yeah, guys, you're seen you, as you a liability. You, you need to, to take the time mm-hmm. off, right? And that's encouraged. Where in the US, if you want to take five days off, they're like, oh, I don't know. Are you really sure? Like you yeah. get, you start getting questions. And you get pushed back and pushed, like, yeah. oh, maybe you do three days and then. Yeah. Mm. It starts becoming yeah. a negotiation. They're not accommodating. Yeah. No, <clears throat> it's very, very different. So did you work in Venezuela as well? Have you? Yep. So how been, do you find the difference between that? Well, I think because I've been always um, in in the industry, like I started working in, in the tech industry as a, as a developer um, in second semester of uni. So I, okay. I had this small company that gave me a chance to be a junior dev in, in there mm-hmm. and I mm-hmm. literally haven't stopped working, you since. know, and since. So yeah. um, I think I started in 2008. So, you know, it'd be 15 years doing mm-hmm. the same. Um, and I and I love it. So and, and I think the industry in terms of, it's, you know, it's very universal. It doesn't really matter if you're coding in Brazil, in China, in the US or here. It's, it's going to be about the same because it's there is there are not certain rules, but like people abide to you know um, uh, certain a global frameworks, guide to it and, yeah, frameworks, or a yeah. global guide. So it's it's a lot. Um, it's not the same as you know if if I was if I were you know um, um, I don't know a, a 
a lawyer in back home and then in the US and here it's like it's all different and they operate differently here mm. um, whereas in you know in, in tech it's 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 very similar and all around okay. the world mm. um but yeah so it's yeah it's I've been working for 15 years so I I the way they operate back home and here it's it's a lot about the same and I've done a lot of startups so it's a cultural thing mm. uh, on startups like you get um not free reigns but you um you're not to micromanage, which is yeah. a good thing. How good is that? Hey, so when you you know yeah. you you're basically uh, you have your KPIs, which is basically you have stuff that you need to do by mm. the end of the week or the month or mm-hmm. however you yep. you you schedule your yeah. your plan. Mm-hmm. And as long as you comply with that, it doesn't really matter yeah. when or how you do it, yep. so, which mm-hmm. is amazing. You know, I would actually say like whenever I kind of collaborate with like the tech teams. I love the way they structure that type of mentality. You will have a weekly sprint and whether you've achieved that, mm-hmm. you kind of know where you stand for the next week. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And being in operations, you don't, you, you do have that. But when I collaborate with tech teams, it's more structured. You know where you stand and you're left to do that. Mm-hmm. It is a very comfortable space and, and more value and purposeful, yeah. I find. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and I think the objectives are, are very clear. So you have yes. to, you know, deliver, you have a, a very um, framed deliverable. So, you know, if, if, if that's not along those lines, then it didn't, it's not measured properly. So you need to do something. And then it, I don't know, I think it's very clear. And, and that all came uh, down with the agile um, framework. <laughs> yes. So, you know, weekly sprints or, you know, you do monthly or whatever the time frame kind of sets or, or, you know, it, it works for the company you're working with. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And but that kind of sets the pace, you know, and you just do that and you have daily meetings and which I love, you know, mm-hmm. we, we have mm-hmm. all um, what we call stand up meetings. Mm-hmm. And the reason f- for being called stand up, it's you should be uncomfortable and they're meant to be having oh, okay. standing oh. up. So it's a short yeah. meeting mm. that literally takes five minutes. You say bang, 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 what you were working yesterday, mm-hmm. what you're yes. going to be working today. And yep. if you yep. have any blockers and then next person goes and kind of keeps everyone I love that yeah you know yeah. knowing what's uh, yeah. happening around it's the team it takes you, the yeah. emotion out of the productivity oh, yeah. that you need to have mm, and that's why I think I kind of like that it's just black and white yeah. you know what you need mm, to do right. and if you don't there, there's usually a why mm. that follows very quickly yeah. after yeah. that and, and, and it's, and and it's visible a, for everyone exactly yeah. Yeah. and, and yeah. you maintain that visibility in, yeah. in the project so it's it's really bad when you're working on something and you don't really know what why are you standing in there yeah. for? Or what, <laughs> yeah. you don't know what the end no, goal is? hundred percent, yeah. yeah. Knowing yeah. what the end goal is, you're yeah. like, okay, like this is my, you know, my bit of help in, mm. in, in achieving this, right? Yeah. So I've never been in a tech meeting where I go, this could have been an email. But when yeah. I'm in other type of meetings in other departments, like mm-hmm. this could have been yeah. a two-minute email, I could have given you my answer. <laughs> and then we, we have a, a weekly meeting at work Yeah, that goes for 30 to 45 minutes. Mm. and everybody says the same thing. This could have been an email. Mm -hmm. We actually have to each do a report (laughs) before that meeting, (laughs) upload it to that team's meeting. They will literally verbatim read what's on that report outing that meeting. So you're literally double dipping what could have been an email. I just actually, pull the points. I, just yeah. give me the TLDR. Not Too just, long didn't read. You know. I, look, I, I will always yeah. say that people. I one of my biggest phrases are like, "You will lose me after three dot points," which yep. is why I resonate more with the tech guys because like 
Bam, bang, bang, bang. bang. Yep. Okay, and, we're out. In those yep. meetings, you kind of have a, um, someone that's moderating the, yes. the meeting. So if they see that you're actually taking, you know, 15, 20 seconds to explain, they go like, look, we'll take that offline because that's a conversation that yes. needs to happen between yeah. A and B and not I include. so yeah. appreciate that. That's the best. Yeah. When you're starting to do this, it feels kind of rude, but they're mm. setting the pace for no. the meeting and it's yep. actually good. Yeah. Like I when you're there the and you're like, sorry, like, okay. I do, I do that all no the fluff. time. <laughs> yeah, I do it all the time. As, as soon as like yeah. someone's asking me a question, I'm like, okay, I'll look at that later. I'll come back offline. to you after that. Yeah. 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 Take it offline. <laughs> This has nothing to do with what we're talking about right now, kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> this yeah. same meeting on because we've got offices all around the state. Mm. There'll be people conversing with each other on this team's meeting who are sitting in the same fucking office and they're having like a three to four minute conversation about something. And you have twenty people just watching you, them. Yeah. Yes. That's why where I am now, I absolutely love how efficient they are with mm. that. But they also don't expect you to spend hours on like PowerPoint presentations. It's like right, what's the question the you have? Here's yep. the answer. Where are we at? And done. Yep. Where I've been in previous, you spend weeks yeah. on PowerPoint presentations mm. to flick through it in a meeting yeah. only for those motherfuckers to ask the same I feel like question. I, feel yeah. like I just time. showed you on slide two. That's a, sale, that's a sales thing though. Yeah, I, yeah. I don't have, have it where I am now. Absolutely don't. Sales have, have that. They love a good PowerPoint and showing results on the big yeah. screen. And have you noticed mm. the ones that – so we've got, I've noticed myself the people that call the most amount of meetings and the people that issue – I don't know if you guys use Teams much, but they issue tasks on Teams. Mm. <laughs> They're the two people who are trying to justify their existence yep. or, or usually the one person. <laughs> and I think once you've adopted the, you know, the way of working, especially like the hybrid, you know, yes. methodology, mm -hmm. you kind of realize that you want people to be comfortable yeah. and that's how they perform the best. Yes. Yeah. You know, if it's, you know, if you're at home, you might be able to log in and, Usually, what you what happens is you actually work more because you're not, you know, losing time commuting and then yeah. an hour back that. an hour. Yeah. You know, that's the biggest and one. Yeah, because you're at home and you're like, oh, I need to do this. Mm. I'm just gonna yeah. stay because you know I don't need to like take yeah. the bus. Yeah. Oh, I can just you know mm -hmm. punch yeah. in, do it. just that's do right. it yeah. and yeah. finish it up. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's interesting now the studies they have where yeah. a lot of CEOs are like, oh, we're going to pay people less with the working yes. from home I've seen because that. it's a yeah. tax write off, right, mm -hmm. to have the facilities. I always say is wherever you're most productive and getting 100%. what I need done, then do it. Yeah. Yes, I want FaceTime. I need to know you're well, all of those you things. You need that. You need and, once and or twice a week. Minimum. The socializing aspect, yes. the yes. building Men culture. Mental health. Mental yeah. health. Like 100%. getting outside the house. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Yeah. Two, three days, it's, that's a good balance. Mm -hmm. yeah. You know, it's, yeah. it's mm -hmm. enough. And, yeah. and you get to do the mundane tasks you know, in your own time, mm. you know, washing, doing that, yeah. and then you actually yeah. get your weekend to Free, do you're freer. whatever yeah. you want to do, yeah. not to do the admin stuff at the house mm. and yeah. cleaning and all that yeah. that you can do while you're not commuting or mm -hmm. your lunch break, you have a quick lunch, you know, do a bit of washing, you, yeah, yeah. Yeah. you know, put the clothes on the clothesline yeah. and yeah. then yeah. that's it. Or, or have a nap. There's literally like in Japan and all that, they have sleep, the sleep pods at their work yep. yeah. because they know if, if people are tired, they have a 15-minute nap. When they get up, they're actually much more productive. Mm. So there's literally nothing wrong with that. I don't mm. see anything wrong with that. My thing is if you get the fucking job done, who cares? Who are you hurting? One of the best things I learned during COVID was to measure what matters and not just in the workplace mm. but like even in your personal life. Like then you stop worrying and you become more of an optimist about things, mm -hmm. about the stuff that's outside of your circle of influence. Yeah. Mm. Like why lose sleep and hours and stress over something is 
actually, I can't fix that. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's what right. What am I going to yeah, do? Yeah. <laughs> and at, at least for me, and um, and I know a lot of people in in the area have have had the same thing happen, and and I think it come it it, it comes from uni. Sometimes you're doing, you know, you're so sad that you need to finish something, and you're having a problem, and mm. it logically yeah. it's hap- something happening, and you can't really get to, you know, the mm-hmm. solution. You'd be surprised the amount of time that you know I've been to bed, and then I wake up in the middle of the night, it's like three a.m. in the morning, mm. and I'm I wake up and I was like, oh, I f- I know, yeah, figured figured it out. And, yeah. and like need to write it down, <laughs> yeah. and but and and then you get to work and you do it, you know, at nine a.m. in the morning. Yeah. It's like, Fuck yeah, that yeah. works. Because <laughs> like, yeah. your brain really, literally yeah. doesn't, yeah. you know, it doesn't yeah. stop working. That's yeah. right. That's yes. right. Hundred percent. It's interesting. You like go like with uni time. I didn't realize until I was an adult, but like I was a crammer and mm. having ADHD, I realized well that's how my brain mm. sparks. But I do that in the workplace. Like I am so chill with a project and then like two, three days before the deadline, yeah. I'm like cram, cram, cram. Oh, yeah, it all makes sense and done. But if you kind of have that expectation that I should know the second day, the third day after, but mm. I don't need to deliver for another two weeks. Forget it. Don't even come it. to me. Forget yeah. about it. And my, yeah, the mechanisms in the brain for that. Yeah. My best results when I was doing my uni course, best results were the cramming ones. So mm. there, there was a handful of times that I did assessments and all that and had it done like a week before it was due mm. and I got the shittest marks and then the ones I crammed two, three days before, yep. great marks. Because if I ever 100%. think it, I talk myself out of what I think the solution is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah, 100%. Like I find that when I'm under pump, I'm under the pressure when I've got multiple things and I don't have too much time to think and I've just got to go, go, go. Yeah. Best work. I'm You're like, overwhelmed oh, with options. I've got heaps of time. I'll do it tomorrow. I'll do it later. And then you're like, oh, should I do this? Should I do that? And then you overthink and <laughs> turns to shit. Maybe, maybe that's why I'm so busy. I keep myself so busy. Yeah. The same yeah. Thing. And you like, smash I've it all out. so many things to do. <laughs> True. I'm just like bang, bang, bang. Like, and it's away. also, you know, you don't have enough time to like wonder about meaningless stuff because you're so busy that you're mm. like, you you're know what? That, this is, this does, doesn't require my attention. This is... You know, this is not worth it. So I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. do whatever. It's more important 100%. for me. So yeah. you know, you those little things they you, you don't pay attention to them. Whereas yeah. if you have a lot of time, you start wondering. It's like, oh, yep. You know, oh, I scratch a car, or you know, I puncture, a, and then you start feeling sad. And I do. Like, yeah. yeah. I, I think that's why I say with the tech mentalities, when you measure what matters, is you're looking at the end results. You will have multiple failures in that. But you got there in the end and you understand the logic of how you got mm, there. Yeah. And that resonates with me more mm. than all the fluff in between. It's oh, like man. you're worrying about the the one percenters here. Yep. Mm. Like we'll plan for the one percenters yep. reactively. Like let's plan for the, you know, the bulk chunk of it. Yeah. yeah. Is, that, is that you think because you got a sort of like a short attention span on certain things? So like when someone's telling a story, you know, I don't need the whole – I went to the, the book and then I saw – this tree and this tree was really, really, really nice. Mm. You know, and like, get back to the story. Like, what were you we talking uh, about? I click at people. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, hey, hey, look at people. You know, so, come back. <laughs> I tell stories like that, but you do. to I receive know. stories, I need to go bang <laughs> because <laughs> I can't keep focus. But when I tell a story, I'm mm. like, you go into details <laughs> and yeah, <laughs> because you want to set the scene. Not just right, yeah. I want to set the scene, but, but also because of I haven't been diagnosed with it, but I 100 percent know I've got it because of the ADD. The type to get to that point there in my mind and in what I was doing, I've done all this. Yeah. Like I've gone around. Yeah. Yeah. Look at that. Oh, there's a blue, there's a blue fucking car over there. Oh, look at that. There's a purple car over there and come back and get there. And to tell the story where I got to here, 
I feel I need to tell everything else because in my mind, that's everything that happened. Mm. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah. I, I have Again, yeah, you're same. setting the scene. Like, yeah, yeah. you know, how yeah. how else everyone's going to see yeah. the same thing that you saw if you don't, yeah. you yeah. know, get the, the whole picture. I don't, yeah. I, I don't need the whole picture. <laughs> and I mean, I'm like, yeah. no. Just, I'm all about yeah. summaries. Yeah. 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 I'm all <laughs> about just summaries. Just yeah. tell me, what's the point of your story? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, mate, uh, when I'm receiving a story, yeah, yeah. that's what I want. But when okay. I'm telling one, for You're some worst. reason, I need to fucking tell <laughs> like what happened last week and yeah. what the neighbor was doing and uh, and this was on the TV. <laughs> Do you know what it is? It's, it's, a, it's a really big part of someone understanding your perception of that. Mm. Story. Yeah, okay, yeah. That's why you do that because you want mm. everyone to see it the same way you experienced <laughs> mm. it. Whereas, yeah, I'm like, get to the point. <laughs> in, my, in my group of friends, um, because you know, I, I moving to Australia, you having no family, you kind of build your group of friends that mm. become your family, and, yeah. yeah, and having a very close knit, you know, friends that they're amazing and they're mm. actually my family here. Yeah, so yeah. We have one guy. Um, his name is Diego. Sorry, Diego. I'm <laughs> 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 gonna send him these. Love yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> He starts telling a story and it's so funny because these are the guys that just got married. So she is more bang, bang, bang. She tells you what's, Mm. you know, what's happening. He takes his sweet time to like, you know, tell a story. (laughs) And you can see because she's already heard of the story. (laughs) And and she's like, she's like, oh my God, just Uh, like get to the point. uh, Or like, or or she does this thing where like, you know, Salt Bay. And uh, because he starts adding, you know, stuff. And when you, he's telling the story and we all look at Lila and she's doing like that. We know that, you know, he's like, uh, sprinkle sprinkle, like put a bit of flavor to it. Yeah. Yeah, put a bit of flair, and, yeah, yeah. and then this dragon. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. <laughs> yeah, that's funny. but opposites, you know, attract each other. So you know, they're yeah. they're meant to be. Yeah, yeah that's, yeah. that's, that's, that's they're a good balance. My wife, my wife tells a story and she'll tell yeah. everything, and I'm always like. You get to the punchline for it. <laughs> hey, I've seen this do, happen. Yeah. You do, yeah. <laughs> and, and when my wife tells a story. I don't feel she's telling enough. So I'll expand on it. Tell him about the guy that was watching. The guy had toes. <laughs> she'll be like, yeah, so we got there. And then, yeah, the guy was dead. <laughs> and I'll be like, what the fuck? <laughs> we were on the way yeah. and we saw so these, you know. Three weeks ago, right, we were talking about going to this bakery. <laughs> See, this is why I love when she works for me because yeah. she gets to the point. Bang. I have to give her two words and she's already done it. Yeah. Like it's, it works well. That's it. <laughs> it yeah. does work well. Yeah. With me, it would be like, so what did you do yesterday? <laughs> what are you doing tomorrow? What's that? What are you having for lunch? It's not even. It's Thinking like about nine. the next meal. Yeah, I'm yeah. Yeah. like, what are we doing for lunch? And then after that, it's like, what are we having for our afternoon coffee? <laughs> I actually was saying recently with with Lids working for me now is this is probably she worked for me many times. We've never many. sat so close together, hmm. and I know a lot more about her because we carpooled to Northern Beaches for a bit, and I was like, I did not know that. I did mm. not know that about, and she'd probably followed me from about three organizations or mm. four, and I feel like I know her differently in the last what? How long has she been with me? February. Yeah. Mm. Feb- yeah. It's just interesting how, but she's to the point. Mm. Like, oh, she's, like, oh, I can converse with her. Like, I get this. Especially this when it comes to work, hers is just like, tell me what I got to do. Bang, bang, bang. See you later. She's done, and she goes. And that's it. how yeah. it should be. Yeah. If yeah. if you want to take, you know, the rest of your time going into dev or whatever, just take that. Outside, yeah, yes. mm. and with focus the pe- with the people that with the people that, that need to know for need, the detail. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, she mm. she won't sit down. She'll be like, "Tell me what I need to hear," and then I'm out. I'll go. I'll go do it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Literally, like I hear all the time. I don't need to fucking know this. I just want to do <laughs> just my fucking me- job. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a, there's one meeting I'm in every Monday, and 
I'm going to start probably being involved in it at some mm. point in time. But I've been in this meeting <laughs> just for, as like, a for like five years yeah. <laughs> for a while now. Um, and I know what the concept is, but I'm there and I have never said anything. It goes for like an hour and a half. Oh but it's a, it's a proper God. meeting. Like oh, yeah. You so have long. to have an actual meeting and you have to discuss mm. about certain things. So we've got to see how things are in regards to stock mm. levels and everything like that. So everyone has who's looking after that area needs to put their input in regards to that. But I don't really need to be in it. <laughs> but it's good in a way that at some point in time I will. Well, you have understand to be in the journey mm. at this point. Yeah, we we implemented this thing called the no hostage rule. Yeah, okay. that was if you if oh. you were having a meeting and you were not into the required person like people, mm. if you were there and you felt like that you wouldn't have any input mm. and this was actually not going to be you know, important for you because you mm-hmm. have, you know, n- not that it's not important. It's maybe you have a much more pressing task that you need mm-hmm. to deliver. Yeah. Yeah. You were free to bail you know, out, yeah. bail so out and just do your thing. So yeah. that was the no hostage rule. So, and that's brilliant. Again, when you see the first person doing it and you're like, oh, that's a bit rude. But then when you're in this, in, mm. in that position where you're like, you know what, this is going to be a 45 minute meeting and I need to deliver, yeah. you know, some stuff today. It's much better that I put these 45 minutes and concentration into the thing mm. I need to do than actually being on this meeting where yeah. I'm not going to talk and I'm just going <laughs> to yeah. sit there yeah. watching how you guys. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. Makes sense. <laughs> Makes sense. I have, I've experienced that, but when I was working with some people in Singapore, and at first I was like, that's rude. But then when we were continuing with the project, I was like, it makes fucking sense. Yep. Yeah. So much sense. Like I appreciated it because <laughs> you don't want to hold yeah. people up. And being True. sort of, you know, a common practice gives you you know you don't feel bad so you mm. if you need to do it you know do it's it. not it, it, you can enforce it so yeah. yeah yeah can i ask is it just work related tasks or if you got to drop like a main shit like can you just <laughs> <laughs> well you, that, that's you know a deliverable I mean? so hey, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's one, only one key yeah. result we're measuring yeah. that yeah. i mean i could i could put my camera off <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah. I, I would always refer that if, if, if you're getting some really good replies and quite fast on socials, I'm in yeah. the other office. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> if I'm being productive, so well, you're saying. Yeah. 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 You can always know if one of your mates is, you know, taking a shit because you, oh, you get three stories on Instagram yeah. or yeah, three yeah. like, you know, yeah. and you're like three videos and you're like, yeah. you don't have that much time. No, like, yeah. if, if I get three reels, like you're taking a shit. Yeah. I know. It's My like wife, you're shitting or about to go to sleep. <laughs> My wife the same. Like I'll be out working whatever and I'll get like three or four notifications on Instagram and it's from her I'm like I'll write back to it. You're in the shit, right? <laughs> <laughs> it's the only time you'll get interaction from Julius is on yeah, the shit. On the shit. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's kind of your, you know, your alone time. Yeah, so man. you, yeah. you know, that's you, you catch up. You, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So. One, one thing, what did we do before we had a fucking phone in our toilet? Honestly, I don't, I, I yeah, played the Game Boy. I, I know, yeah. I know why. Well, you, I didn't you have read that. the, the backside of the, um, of the, um, the, the, the shampoo so or the air freshener, yeah. whatever, or whatever, whatever you had at yeah. hand. Yeah. Yeah, I was. Well, you honestly boy. counting the, the tiles that too, yeah. or if you're in a public one, you're just looking at all the writing. That yeah. Everyone Fuck. took a text to the toilet at that Stories. point. Story, 
is, yeah. And then you just yeah, right now, you don't see that anymore, hey. You no. don't see like, you know, Derek was here. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not many people. Now because everyone's posting it. Yeah. It was yeah. like, I was at this toilet. Yeah. It's a status a update. Smart, I was at you know? the toilet writing. Yeah. It's a status update. Yeah. Yeah. Hashtag toilet. Yeah, yeah. 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 Hashtag yeah. sitting here. Yeah. I'm going to do that this week, guys. I'll go to my toilet. Crystal was here. Permanent marker on my wall. Yeah, thanks, Crystal. Yeah. It up. Th- thanks, Christine. I'm getting a Sharpie on the way home. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I used to be on the Game Boy. I would get the the red marks on the knees because yeah. you're there for too long playing, trying oh, that, to get to the next that's level. That's the worst when, when, you are, when you're really in like a good a, a good reel, a good tech, whatever, back and forth, and all of a sudden you're like, i got to stand up now. Oh, legs yeah. dead, legs dead, legs numb. <laughs> I still have a Game Boy Colour that I'm I'm Tetrising on that topic. Yeah. Really? Tetris best game ever. I've upgraded no, no to a game. switch now. <laughs> <laughs> in relation to work-wise, say if we go to Venezuela, I'm just thinking, so in Spain they've got that siesta period, right? You, you go home and you can kind of relax. Chile is that, that something too. similar in, in Venezuela as well? No, they... Um, or is it just work and then you go home? You, you, it's the same as here. So you yeah. have that nine to five pretty yep. much. Um, whereas in Spain they do, I think they, they call it like broken timetable or broken hours or something. Right. So you do that, you know, eight or nine to two then you and and they've made that because all the schools they finish around that time so yeah, you're yeah, able yep. to pick up your kid yep. sell them mm-hmm. at home have lunch for them all mm-hmm. that and then you come back to work from like four to eight or yeah. okay Ch- chile is similar chile, uh, not oh, really not everything and not every industry but a lot of them do that okay eight, thing, to, oh, eight yeah. to twelve then from i think it's twelve to three yeah and then they go back and do another three four hours which to yeah. be fair if you have kids that makes so much yeah, sense it does. that yeah. it because you know you have the opportunity to pick up your kid you give them lunch and then they might do extracurricular stuff while you go to work or yep. it and, and it's about quality of life again like if mm, yeah. if work allows you to do that then you're not gonna be you, you do definitely get more out of like i find like working mums if you can unofficially provide that kind of flexibility because then they're not then thinking shit they're still hanging around there who's picking them up they go mm. get them, they come back, and they give you their all after that because you gave them may have been only 20 minutes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And you have a person, uh, you know, that's fully focused on then what they Absolutely. need to do and not all the stuff that's happening. Yeah, yeah. yeah. My, my hardest work all the time. Yeah. And um, in regards to school, so in Australia, it starts at 8, what, 8.45 roughly? Between 8.45 and 9. Three, three never 15. showing up before 9 at school. <laughs> 8.45, <laughs> 9, yeah. depends. Some yeah, schools 8.45, some, some 9. Yeah. That, that's very different at, at home. Yeah, so yeah. We, we have an early start. So yes, that's sort of a nice 7 a.m. Oh, yep. bullshit. You, so which that's means you basically need to start your day around 5 a.m. Yeah. You, you know, you wake up, especially when you're a little kid, like, mm-hmm. you know, get, need to get dressed. Breakfast, yeah. all that stuff. Yeah, it's everything slow too. Oh, and you're, yeah. you really don't want to go to school. Yeah, so it's yeah. like your mom dragging yeah. you and you know yeah. to the kitchen and like have your cereal or whatever. Yeah. And yeah. then they need to drop you off at school. And I was lucky enough to live pretty close to where I study. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, but some people do, you know, 30, 40 minute commute to, you know, school. Yeah. So yeah. it's, you need to account for that. And, you know, 7 a.m. And then you do 7 a.m. to either 12 or 1. Oh, yeah. Wow. Yep. Okay. So that's our actually. That's like a not too. I, I would probably take that. That that's yeah. actually a better scenario mm. than a nine to three. To so get it out of the way really early in the morning. I'm the same. Yeah. Then you got, yeah. you got the, so then after that you've got the rest of the day to studies and yeah, extracurricular. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. I I play a lot of sports. So I would normally um you had 
what we call the, you know, the, not the boss lady or the boss guy that they had a, a van and they would take you to, you know, football uh, okay. practice or baseball practice. And then yeah. you come back and then that's when your, you know, your parents pick you up. Um, but it, it was more in line with also work because then you could start work at 8 a.m. So you drop your kid 7 a.m., then you go to work, you start at 8 mm-hmm. and then you can leave a little bit early or mm-hmm. you, you make it work really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and, but yeah, it's, I think it's a little bit criminal with the kids cause you, when you're a kid, you kind of need the sleep <laughs> yeah. and you're at 7am, you're still not a, you yeah, know, not a full, productive, not productive yeah. and you're your not, brain's, nah. you know, hasn't start off. And yeah. so you're, you're having a math yeah. class, you know, oh, fuck at 7am, <laughs> you're like, trained that way. kill me. Yeah. <laughs> if your mind's trained that way from a young age, you don't know any different. So you would just probably yeah. naturally fall into that regime. But, you'd have but to then get you see studies and yeah. then yeah. you see people like the kids that they study and they start the day a little bit, you know, later. Mm-hmm. They retain a lot more information in there, and they're more mm. academically. Um, I don't know, like yeah. they just yeah. under they they get better. Like you, you get there in the end, yeah. but it's through it's a longer process. It's a longer process, right? Yeah. So it, it's it, actually it was, the, the new concept in Australia now, like the kids having the crunch and sip. Yes, it yeah, was yeah. never a thing in Australia. Like growing up for us, I don't no, think. No, no they, they started they basically. Like, yeah, they started with my, in, when my kids. Oh, there you go, your kids. Yeah. But it's like feeding the brain at that yeah. morning for that exact point, right? That They're peak. not fully yeah. awake. They need a recharge, mm-hmm. and they're yeah. only allowed to either have a fruit or water and hydrate. Yeah. Know, none of the chips and snacks. No, no, no. Reasons. It's fruit or yeah. fruit or. Um, but they've vegetable. done that for the next okay. generation, and I was like, I actually started appreciating it when, mm-hmm. when yeah. like Coops was like. Yeah, like I want my grapes or whatever. I need that sweet kind mm. of thing, and it's not then having the lollies or whatever. Yeah. It's like mm-hmm. fruit yeah. and some carbs water. And yeah, that that mm-hmm. kind of slow. You, yeah. you get the sugar rush, and then yeah. you yeah, that's right. Yeah. yeah, so that's a primary school thing. I think yeah. it's only that in primary school, high school, obviously yeah. a little bit different. But no, yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, my kids. I remember when they started with that whole crunch and sip. Yeah, everything like that. Yeah, it's definitely it different. Good thing. Yeah, very different. Yeah. No big lunch, a little lunch. It's. Recess? Re- recess and lunch. Recess I'd still and lunch. say big lunch, little yeah, lunch. Yeah, we, we call yeah, it. So, so growing up here. You get two breaks. Two breaks. Okay. So you, you, let's say you do nine till three at school. Um, Around first, 11. First one yeah. is between 10.30 and 11, like depending on your school. Right? Yeah, like a 20-minute break in between. Yeah. yeah. And okay. then your lunch, yeah, 12 or 1 for about 45 to 50 minutes. But in primary school, you called it little lunch and big lunch. And then in <laughs> high school, it goes recess and lunch. <laughs> So, yeah. Do we have a break? Um, like my mom gave us breakfast in the morning, mm-hmm. like really early in the morning before getting to school. Mm. But some people, you know, some kids, they, they really don't want to eat breakfast yeah, at yeah, you yeah. Know, 6 a.m. Yeah. in the morning, which is yeah. fair. You just woken up and you're not yeah. actually feeling hungry. Yeah. Um, our first recess was uh, around 9.30 and it was 45 minutes. Okay. And then oh, our oh, second yeah, one was 15 minutes, uh, okay. around 11 yeah. And then, you know, you uh, 1 p.m. you were already you were gone. So, yeah, yeah. Yeah. You're having lunch at home, which is yeah. quite, probably lunch quite nice. Lunch slash early dinner. Yeah. But okay, so uh, walk me through. What's a traditional Venezuelan breakfast? Yeah. Arepa. So Arepas. Arepas. It's a, it looks like a small pita bread, but it's made wow. out of cornmeal. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. you have it, um, it's done in the pan. So mm-hmm. you, it's kind of grilled and you open it um, essentially like a sandwich, but it's, no, it's corn mm-hmm. because okay. that's what we produce. Right. We, we, I mean, yeah. we do have wheat, but that's, you yeah. know, from Europe and mm. that's what we have because we have a lot of corn in the country. So 
Uh, we share that with Colombia. So these um, Colombians, they a lot of them, they eat the arepa with or the stuffing on top. Mm-hmm. We mm-hmm. stuff them like a sandwich. Inside. So that's similar to a pupusa from a Salvador. Pupusa. Exactly. I was going to exactly. say. It's you're, the same. Yeah. Same thing. Okay. Just, wow. a dif- just a different masa. Yeah. A different well, uh, what's, ingredient. What's, what's the masa made so from? So it's... Corn, corn, yeah, but it's, it's next to Malisa. It's, so it's a white, it's a white corn ground finer, like a, a mm. much finer uh, ground. Like ours is pre-cooked cornmeal, so yeah. oh, they okay. you kind of hydrate mm-hmm. the uh, the little grains and then you cook them, and we do them thicker. Like I think mm-hmm. pupusas are um, thin, a bit thinner. thinner. A bit thinner. Yeah. Uh, yeah. We do we do them a bit thicker, and then you open them and kind of stuff them ah. in. Yeah, so sort of yeah. like a pocket. Yeah, like a yeah, pita pocket, yeah. right? It's like yeah. a pita pocket, yeah, pocket, but okay. yeah. made out but of cornmeal. Yeah. Where, where ours is put the masa, you put the ingredients, yeah. and, and then you cook it yeah. together, right? Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. very similar, yeah. Right, so right. That's a, so that's the arepa is a breakfast. Arepa is a breakfast. So yeah. you, if, you, if you're having breakfast at home, it would most likely be an arepa, maybe some scrambled eggs, uh, mm, or yeah. you just having ham and cheese. Um, yeah. We yep. do a lot of fresh cheeses, so it's mm-hmm. like a lot of, it looks, they, oh, they kind of look like mozzarella or halloumi, but they're, all made of fresh milk. So um, we don't believe in bacteria in South America. <laughs> so third world countries, um, you know, you're it's either alive or... Yeah. Yeah. yeah, my mother-in-law still doesn't get stomach bugs, same as my dad. <laughs> so we do a lot of, you know, fresh cheeses and, and that kind of stuff. So you you would have um, back home, uh, they do uh, queso telita, which is like layered cheese or guayanes. Mm-hmm. So it's a um, soft, sort of milky cheese but it's sold it's d- d- delicious like mm. it's one of the best things so you have that with a, a arepas or or a cachito if you're having breakfast outside home because that's the kind of stuff you would get in a bakery okay okay yeah yeah um and yeah mo- i think arepas like for like for venezuelans arepas is and it's a thing that you intrinsic intrinsically just do like okay. and sometimes you yeah. either have them breakfast and dinner the way for me is yeah we're growing up Without fail, whenever mum cooked, whatever she cooked, always on the table, 100% was bread and salt. So what you're saying, arepas is basically bread. Yeah. Same thing. It, it was a yep. staple for us. No matter what we had, it was always bread with it. Arepas, it's always. It's your bread. It's your staple. Arepas. Pillows and rice. I was about to say, <laughs> yeah. like, you know, rice. rice. Yeah. And yeah. we eat a lot of rice too because, yeah, yeah. you know, it, it's cheap yeah. and yeah. it's always a side for yeah. your protein, mm-hmm. like if yeah. my ha- like at my home, my grandma, it was always, you know, any sort of protein. It could have been, you know, chicken. Uh, it could have been just eggs, yeah. beef, what fish? Always rice. Rice. And we do this uh, thing called plantains. So the platanos, platanos, and normally they were um, very ripe, so almost mm-hmm. going to. Pass, yeah, 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 yeah. Which they're super sweet and like yes. chewy, and they're yeah. so delicious. So yeah, yeah. And if if you didn't have you know lunch and you didn't have platanos, mm-hmm. you it's like like what's this? What's like, happening? You know, yeah. but this is not my lunch. Like yeah. there's something missing here. Yeah. <laughs> which is which is very different. So in El Salvador for for breakfast, right? There will be eggs, frijoles, so beans, beans like yeah. refried beans. Uh, so frijoles molidos, uh, piece of cheese, tortilla. Um, and it will be platanos. So a fried, a fried mm. plantain. Yeah. So just fry it over on a hot plate. Mm-hmm. And then you'd have that with sour cream and sugar on top. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That sounds so yeah. good. Yeah. That, that well, sounds like a lunch, but <laughs> yeah. that, that, that's good. I, but that's I'd love to have one. that for yeah. breakfast. Yeah. That's yeah. like that's a big it. brekkie. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. It is a big breakfast. Yeah. But yeah, pretty much a big, big meal. 
Yeah. And if I have the chance here, if I have all the ingredients, done. What yeah, I have sounds yeah, good. If, man. I, if I've got it all there, I'm like, yeah, I'm doing it. Done. Yeah. Platano, frijoles, yeah. eggs, feta cheese. Yeah. That's feta. The, you guys that's, love your sour cream and feta. Hey, yeah, the, They love their sour cream and feta. <laughs> that's bro. the. That's like the similar what Friend you would Asian, get over there. Kind of thing. We, yeah, the we have a similar mm-hmm. thing um, from like sour cream, but it, we call it nata. So it's like a oh, okay. thicker. Um, so it's like they remove some of the whey from the sour cream, so it's a yeah. bit you know creamier and thicker. Yeah. Right. Uh, it's so good, and yeah. again, we—if you're having a big breakfast, like our national dish, dish is called pabellón, which is pulled beef, black beans, rice, um, sweet plantains. Ooh, that's yeah. the wow. national dish from Venezuela, yeah. pabellón. Yeah, yeah. If you're having that, but that would be like a weekend kind of breakfast. You okay. would have the pabellón, but instead mm. of doing the rice, you do arepas. Okay, so you yeah. have all the rest wow. and like grated. Feta yeah. cheese or like some sort of hard cheese that mm-hmm. you know it's a bit creamier. Yeah. Oh my god, that, that's yeah. what I love about that. <laughs> when when you're doing it, like you don't do it by half, do you? Like it's no, no, it's, yeah. you're committed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Like my mom, like if the times we've been away and and we've stayed in separate rooms, or whatever, she'd be like, oh yeah, just come over, we'll just have a quick breakfast. All right, great. And then you get there and the the music's playing. You know, there's cumbia, cumbia's going nuts. <laughs> yeah, and and you get there and there's bacon, scrambled eggs, fried eggs. Toast, um, what you guys call aguacate, what we call, what do you call avocado? Aguacate, you avocate. say palta. palta. Yeah. yeah, there's palta, there's cheese, <laughs> See how it is? there's ham, there's <laughs> salami. At least there's, it's aware. Then, then there's all the you sweets. Go all out. Yeah. Then, then it's all the sweets. And then it's like, oh, coffee. And then there's fruits. It, it, you just go a oh, quick breakfast. You're there for an hour and you're just eating. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh, I feel like a nap. Yeah. <laughs> it's like 10 yeah. 30 no in the morning. You're like, oh, I feel like a nap now. Yeah, think about it. It's a lot of heavy, heavy food, heavy bro. Yeah. It's a heavy yeah. meal. Yeah. And then, you know, an hour and a half, two hours later, it's like, what's for lunch? <laughs> if we're going on food, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. now what is, I think you may have answered it already, but what is the go to Venezuelan meal? And now that you're in Australia, what is the go-to Australian meal? And I'm pretty sure you've answered it, but... Okay, so it's funny because even here in Australia, we do find the, um, the flour we, we need yeah, to make. Pan. Um, pan. Yep. Mm. And if you go to a, a Venezuelan house and they don't have pan in the fridge, that, that you can take the passport off because they're not <laughs> from Venezuela. <laughs> it's yeah. it's a thing. We, you have to have it. For us, it's so easy to whip up, and it's an easy, it's an easy meal. But mm. you almost do it like so naturally that you don't realize that you're making yeah. arepas. And twenty minutes later, you have it's you know, everything, right? Right. Okay. And I think the beauty of the arepa is that you stuff it with whatever you like, yeah. leftover food, whatever, whatever. Like it's ah, a, it's a okay. blank canvas for yeah. you to fill stuff with whatever, whatever you want. want. Nice, yeah. nice. Okay. So I think it's um that's always going to be you know my go to Venezuelan food. Home or outside, mm-hmm. um, but I think here in Australia, um, if I need to have like a quick breakfast, not at home, I'll probably go sausage roll, maybe. Mm, yeah. yeah, you know something quick, easy. Yeah. Um, if I'm, you know, if I have a little bit of time, maybe you know, or I'm going to, um, you know, a restaurant, I'll, I'll definitely go for a big break after a big night. Yeah, and, you know, yeah. you kind of need the carbs and the oh, fat and all, all that the fats. good stuff. Yeah, hash browns for sure. Yeah. So. Hash browns, yeah. <laughs> the hash brown, man. It, that, oh, look, that's a savior, I think. Oh my I think God. I, yeah. I've been in the US, and the way they make the hash browns. Oh, bro, uh, it's weird. No. 
It's that grated, it's that grated, grated potato and fried. And sometimes yeah. they're not like they, they still it's, seem raw. It is, yeah. yeah I think it's it is like raw. a bowl, yeah. like a pile of. I don't. I, yeah. I've seen. I'm like, that's not a hash brown, bro. It's, it's got to be like the Mac is hash brown. <laughs> yeah, where it gets stuck to yeah. the paper, and you've got to peel the fucking yeah. the little. Yeah. That, that's got, got, like if, if you so don't eat oil it, in yeah, it, if you don't yeah. eat it within thirty seconds, you're <laughs> like, oh man, I'm fucking peeling off. You're gonna be like eating from the paper, fucking nibbling on the rubber. Hundred percent, man. Arepas. Have you found it hard to get like ingredients to make food? Um, yeah. Well, I think, I think because Venezuelans, we've. I think we started migrating to Australia very late. I think the first one were definitely you know Colombia, Brazil, Chile. Like yeah. There, there were. I think the first one that and and they're the biggest communities of of Latin Americans here in 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 Australia. So I think they've paved the way a little bit for us. So when we started. You know, getting here, we started watching some some stuff. Like not mm. not every ingredient, but you know, we do share a lot of in in, in between South America. So I think that's why we get to see them. Mm. Um, yeah, um, every now and then, definitely not the sweets. Um, the the sweets you you can't really find them. You can't. Yeah, I, yeah. I know there is a place in Newtown that's called Fiji Market. They do a lot of spices, and they're. Mm-hmm. They have a lot of South American stuff, and every now and then they have a big shipment. And we have these, um, which is one of my favorites. They're they're they'll call uh, pirulin, which is basically a wafer cylinder stuff with hazelnut, uh, which yeah. was made by an Italian mm-hmm. that moved to Venezuela and then became a staple thing. Became, the, became the, you've seen it, the, like the chocolate wafers we have. Yeah, mm. yeah, we have yeah. similar ones in Chile. Yeah, the hazelnut yeah. one, though. Oh my god, so they're good. so good, so good. Or yeah. we have, um, it's called Toronto, but it's literally, it's a hazelnut covered in chocolate. And yeah. in Venezuela, Venezuela produces yeah. really good cacao. So mm. the chocolate from back home, it's really, really good. Mm. Yeah. And it was all made, you know, by Swiss or um, okay, Polish yeah. mm-hmm. people that move in Venezuela. They said they saw how good the cacao was. Mm. And then they started making all this stuff with european technology mm-hmm. yeah so they they make really good product with whatever have you know was available in there so yep. the chocolates are amazing like they don't have a lot of emulsifiers and and it's very truly cho- a, a ton of sugar because mm-hmm. yeah. you know that's what people like yeah, but yeah. <laughs> you have a, a very broad variety of stuff that you can really find here and um when you do find them you go freaking crazy yeah. and you <laughs> yeah. just yeah. like like a little shove kid it all your yeah. like, yeah. like oh my god <laughs> Yep. Yeah. That's right. It's always quite interesting. Anytime I sort of talk about desserts around the world, most of the desserts start with some sort of European bringing in sugar or a concept of a dessert. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Recently in Bali, they had uh, we we tried one of their sweets. Um, my brother's partner was just telling me, he's like, yeah, the Dutch, they, they sort of said, here it is, and then they left. They didn't stay very long in, in Indonesia. And mm. their main dessert is like this crumpet with a bit of savory and sweet. Yum. But again, it was like a you know the other side of the world yeah. bringing over the sweets and the sugar and things yeah. like that. Again, I think all the stuff, all this kind of stuff comes from the old continent. So everything mm-hmm. comes from Europe, either Austria, you know, um, French. So And mm-hmm. we have, because of the war in, in Europe, we had a lot of um, Im- immigration from mm-hmm. um, France, Spain, Portugal, and Germany. So there, yeah. there, that's how our culture was created. So yeah, that's right. Mm. And 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 it's like a funny thing. Like um, back home, all the bakeries they do French stuff, but they're owned by Portuguese people. Mm. And 
you, you you know we have a lot of quiche we have a lot of um uh, pastries they're basically from vienna from austria mm. and from mm -hmm. you know france mm. and and that's i think it's what makes it really interesting because it's a bit of a mix with but then they had to tropicalize all the stuff because you know the it's a very hot country, country. and then, yes. you know then that yeah. just start throwing mango and like all these amazing <laughs> yeah. fruit yes. that you yeah. don't really have in you know very cold right. climate yeah. so yeah. um i think it's a very interesting and that's how you know things kind of evolve and then because of internet and all that stuff then it's become worldwide and then now because of technology you can get mangoes in any mm. other place or yeah, you can import right. them and, mm -hmm. but that was not the case you know in the 40s on, on in the 50s that's right yeah so that i think that's what makes it really really cool um but yeah so it's it, it it's definitely a bit of a mix so we we, we have a bit of everything and And the question was, do I find ingredients? So no. <laughs> <laughs> It's difficult, isn't it? But it would like, be. Even so, I've been, we've been back to Chile twice. I grew up, you know, I was a bit of a fussy eater, but, you know, I still ate a lot of, especially mm. the sweets and the bread, no problems. Yeah. You know, what, <laughs> Bring it what, on. What we call pasteles, <laughs> the, the, you know, it's got the dulce leche, as you call mm. it, you know, all the pastries, all the sweets and all that, you know. Uh, so we say pan, pan dulce. Pan dulce. Same, same. Tell us. Yeah. Oh. Biscochos. Uruguay say biscochos. Argentina say biscochos. Biscochos, Pasteles for us would be cake. Cake, yeah. Yeah, like a, Sim yeah. similar okay. thing. Yeah, but okay. the small ones, whatever. Okay. And and the bread as well, like ajujas or ajujitas, they're yeah, square or circle. Thick. Crusty bread? Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. 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 And, and, mm. and so in Chile, you'd get, especially the first time I went, you'd get a kilo, which was 10 to 12 for like less than a dollar. Mm. And then the second time I went, it was about two bucks. And here you buy 12 for about $8 mm. and smaller and nowhere near as good. Yep. Yeah. Same as the pasteles, man, nowhere near as good. But I went there and, you, and you, I had you, you it You can there. see the contrast. Oh, yeah. bro. I, I was think, like, my God. I think Australia, it's it's a bit, you know, further from 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 pastry and, and bakeries and stuff. Um, yeah. and Even though we love it though, like we love our pies, we mm. love our bakeries, like... Mm -hmm. And I wanted to touch on this a bit further, but I mm. know that one of your aspirations is to actually have a bakery. Yeah. Yeah. And I think that it's a very good market to be in. You just got to find the right area. But we love our bakeries here, man. We do. We love our bread. We love our our pies, our sausage rolls, all that stuff. The bakery here, that, that the one that the pie place mm -hmm. that we talked about, they do the the Nutella donuts and the oh, custard yeah. donuts and, and they are amazing. Mm. But... There's a lack of really good ones. And, and I think it's also like cultural because back home um, bakeries, they're actually a place to meet. Like yes. you, And bakeries are open from 5 a.m. till yeah. 6 p.m. Yeah. or yeah. 7 p.m. Because it's like a bakery that does everything. everything. So you have, you know, yeah. paninis, you have any everything. sort of quiche, like you have lunch, you have yeah. what yeah. we call like executive lunches, which which is, you know, some kind of a like a soup and then yeah. a main. And, okay. and it's like a combo kind of yeah, thing. Cool. And um and it's a place where you kind of meet up. You're like, okay, let's go for coffee, but you always get you know a little bit of you know um, oh, yeah, uh, uh, what is it, a meal foy, or you get you know some profiteroles, yeah, yeah. and then you yeah. kind of share off. And oh, I don't right, understand yeah. how you can have a coffee without something sweet. Uh, to this day, That's I thing, have yeah. to have something sweet with my coffee, oh, and, okay. and I think it's my upbringing, like with Maybe. my dad and my parents. And, and you grow yeah. you grow up like that, so. I think here it's very rare that you see a bakery past 4 p.m. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. Like yeah, yeah, that yeah, no. They're closed. Yeah. 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 So, yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and we've, I've, I've spoken about this with my friends and, and especially the, the ones from Venezuela. We go like, you know, we have this um, chain that's called the Nubio. So they've, 
they're all around Venezuela and they open till 8 p.m. And you oh, yeah. literally can go have a coffee and a suite at yeah. 8 p.m. You know, maybe you literally came off the, you know, I don't know, the movies. And yeah. you're like, oh, let's just yeah. get yeah, a coffee yeah, and, yeah. you know, have cake, yeah. you know, a yeah, cake. That's sort of like they're kind of doing with Oliver Brown, with Max Brenner. Yeah. That's yeah, sort of yeah, like kind the same. Of, yeah. Kind of, yeah. But they feel more yeah. desserty. They're very more desserty, yeah. yeah. You know, yeah. ridiculously overpriced yeah. and very, very desserty. Yeah. And like, but then, then you look the over and they've got like, like, oh, and they give you the waffles. And, the, yeah. the, the, the Belgian waffles are from Coles and from Woolies. <laughs> literally, <laughs> literally. Like the they're bulk buy from yeah. Costco or something. Yeah. Literally. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, they're good, but yeah. like, yeah. They're, they're four bucks a piece and you're charging almost 20 bucks. I find yeah, that with right. the, the coffee shops. Like, you go in and they're great coffee, but mm. then you know the cakes and the baked stuff is like, yep. it was delivered, it was like defrosted. Yeah. Yep. There's Sonoma nothing or, that yeah. has like, you mm. know, they're baking at the back, yeah. they're making good coffee at the mm-hmm. front, and you can get it all day. Which is, I really like a place in, in Dremoyne that's called Bakehouse. Mm-hmm. They, um, they're an Italian uh, family and they oh. do all their bake goods in-house. in-house. Mm. They're very famous from, you know, for their uh, pies and sausage rolls, but they do very good sweets. Add nice. that to your list, and Mr. Foodie. Yeah, sometimes, <laughs> you know, and you get to see these, like they're, they look amazing, but yeah. when you taste them, they're, they've done in a way, you know... It, they need to make money. So yeah, yeah. they're taking a little bit of shortcut. So yeah, they use, course. you know, mm-hmm. instead of making the custard from scratch, they do, they use, you know, custard powder. And yeah, yeah. yeah. you tell, you can tell the difference. Yeah. If you had yeah. the non, you know, mm. standardized version, you can tell the difference. And it's, it's abysmal. Like when you have something that's being Authentic. crafted by yeah. a pastry chef and you're like, oh my God, this is so, mm. so good. Because they've taken the time. Yeah, and effort and then, to actually make it. Yeah, yeah. see, being processed. The, like literally just here, uh, it's in Colleton, so next mm. suburb over. Um, they it's just a little cafe, and just a husband and wife. Their coffee is absolutely amazing. The food when he make like you go, I'll just get a bacon mm. egg roll, but he makes it like and it's big, chunk packed, beautiful. And, yeah, and yeah, the donuts they get them brought in, but everything else that they make sweets wise. So the vanilla snice, um, the the brownies, all that stuff. Sometimes I'll go there and I'll be like, oh, I feel like a brownie and there's none there. And he's like, oh, we got in a bit late and we got busy straight away so I didn't get time to make it. And then other days he's got them. They're freshly made every day. Because you need to spend the time in. 100%. Yeah, you know, And then like my daughter goes, oh, I like them but I don't like them too much because they're like like really like wet like – the word she was looking for was like moist. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know, that sounds dirty, but but she's like, oh, they're which like. Which is a right word to describe a brownie. Is. But in these that's how you want a brownie. Yeah, exactly. she, she likes some crunch. And don't get me wrong, I love crunchy texture. But for me, that brownie, man, you bite into it, you're like, oh my God. It, it almost needs has, to be like gooey. Yeah, it is. Yeah. It's yeah. gooey, man. Like in, you get the, the brownie little residue on your fingers and all that. Oh, it's perfect. It's perfect. And it's not. You know, some brandies you chew them, you eat them, and you're like, oh, this feels like someone's poured eight kilos of sugar in here. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just they're taste not, sugar. Yeah. They're not. They're actually nice. They're chocolatey, but they're not like over the top. Overpowering. We, yes. But I think we've yeah. come full circle post-COVID, right? Everybody was like the quick way to make it, mass produce it, it's yeah. food is food. Because we had so much downtime, people are making focaccias at home in COVID. Banana bread, this. sourdough. <laughs> yes, all of those <laughs> yeah, things. Yeah. That we now have this new appreciation, which if, if I think back out here in the suburbs, you know, the biggest thing we would have with eating out is you could find a KFC and a McDonald's, mm-hmm. mm. bam, bam, bam. We now have restaurants, Everywhere. we have better bakeries, better oh, yeah. coffee because we were so isolated 
during COVID. You actually have restaurants. Yeah. yeah. And, that's and like so we it's making people about. appreciate that. Now. That's like we were talking about in one of our episodes, whereas mm. in the amount of food, so when we were growing up in Australia, oh, yeah. um, the amount of variety of foods of different cultures, it was very, very weird. Not that mm. I can remember. I remember just having Chinese food mainly and then all the fast foods, occasional Mexican food, but it was mm. mostly Asian. The variety of different cultures, the different cuisines that we have in Australia now is just blown up. And, I, and I've seen it, you know, from from eight years till, till now, like there's been a big change in also going for more traditional stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not the Mexican, the Tex-Mex, the Guzman, the mm-hmm. GYG or the Mad Max. It's more, oh, here are authentic tacos. Yeah. You know, proper, proper tacos, yeah. just tortilla, protein, yeah. a little yeah. bit of garnish. Minimalist, yeah. Doesn't have to Which go is the top. how you uh, have this. Yeah. And, and it's cool to like yeah, experience right. that. And it's how you cook and marinate and whatever the actual meat, not... Mm-hmm. Like, cause all I, the I went, stuff that you put on top. Yeah, yeah, I went to. I think it was, um, which is the worst one I've ever had, and I've been there once. We'll never go again. I think it's Zombre- Zombrero. Mm. Oh the yes, Mexican. I've, oh heard, I've never had food from, but I've don't heard. Don't go there. Uh, yeah, I've, uh, <laughs> don't bother. <laughs> and even if someone says to you, "I'll shout," you say no. <laughs> it doesn't say matter no. if it's for free. <laughs> say, no. I, I will shout you. Tell them I'll shout you Maccas <laughs> instead of going here because and they're it, usually one in front of the other because I've, I've always seen yeah. them. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, they, I don't know how they make it's money. Not, I, yeah. I don't know how they keep explaining. Like, for me, I've had a, a good Mexican food, right? I, I can't say I've had the best. I can't say I've gone like to overseas. We had some when we were in Hawaii, which was really good. But here I've had some good, like Dos Senoritas in Gladesville is very good. Mm-hmm. I've heard about that. Place. They're, yes. very, good. They're yep, very good. They're really good. Really I've good. had one, some random one we found in the city years ago with Lita and I, and it was fucking amazing. Couldn't find it since, but they were brilliant. And Guzman and Gomez, for me, when you think of just your quick, easy fix out this it way, does especially, job. it does the job. It does it's the job. Good, it's good enough, hundred yeah. percent. Yeah. But Zombrero, oh my god, it was fucking <laughs> atrocious, man. I'm just, I'm sitting there going, where is the flavor in this? I can taste soggy tomatoes, mm. and that's it. And they kill, <laughs> and they kill every Mexican meal with cumin, and mm-hmm. like they just, uh-huh. oh, just add cumin, paprika, and yeah. that just yeah. Mexican soggy, soggy, cold, and no flavor. Someone but, described it on, on TikTok like prison food. <laughs> I don't, but I don't know how they're still in yeah. business, man. I really don't. Unless they want to sponsor Unless us. Unless you don't know. Otherwise, I'm ready for that. Some people that don't know. Right? People don't know. They just, they'll just go oh, out and they'll man. eat it. Oh, yeah. oh, if you, know, if you don't know better and that's yeah. the option you have, you just, yeah. 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 But yeah. when you when when you try some other stuff, you're like, oh, so this is how this kind yeah. of food it's supposed to taste. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, Dos yeah. Senoritas gives you pretty much every single main dish you order. It comes with uh, frijoles, but half half, so not fully refried. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Okay. like chunky. in between, like bit chunky bit, and then cheese mixture and Mexican rice. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay. And then your main, like, and then like yeah. your 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 tacos, your whatever you get, but it's a staple. And I remember okay. we were there, and I went. Oh, can I get some chili sauce? And I was expecting, what is it? The tap, tapito? Tapatillo. Tapatillo. tapatillo, the tapatillo? Yeah. <laughs> no, a ca- little bowl with a spoon. A good stuff. Proper made yeah. chili and fuck me. It's it's spicy, <laughs> it's but not ridiculous, but it's flavorsome and it actually tastes good. I think yeah. it's, yeah. I think everywhere I've gone, so every state I've gone, I've always tried like a Mexican food and I've tried mm. to go into, try as authentic as I can. Mm. Um, been to Queensland a couple of times. So in Queensland, Montezumas is pretty big. Okay. It's a big chain there. Mm-hmm. And they have actually pretty close authentic yeah, cool. uh, Mexican food. And yep. there's a couple of I've had in Congara. Here I found the closest one, Dos Senoritas. Yeah, said. There's another one in Newtown. Mm-hmm. I can't remember the name Maize. of it. Maize. It's next to the station. Maize. 
Yeah, you have to go upstairs. They have an upstairs. Oh, maybe. Around the corner upstairs, you have to go upstairs and it's all lit up with neon lights and Mexican like um, thing on to all, all the way around, like themed. Um, but that is one of the closest ones as well. That They don't over the top of the tacos. Mm. It was really great. And another one we've mentioned in Melbourne, we stayed in Carlton. Just a, like a little Mexican shop. You just walk in and you can see them making the tortillas. One of the best tacos that we've ever had as well. So In Sydney, we and we have a Mexican friend and um, it's good because like I, I like food and I've never been to Mexico, so I, I don't know. Yeah. I feel yeah. that very authentic. But then when we took our Mexican friend, he was like, this is legit. Like, this is very, very good. Mm. Um, there's one in Crows and it's, it's called El Gringo Tacos, which is... They have one in Blacktown now. It's Oh, really? No, that's a different name. What's a, I swear it's called Gringos Tacos. Something no, no. Gringos. Anyway, go on. Yeah, okay, good. Yeah. This place... Yeah. And they, they even have like a, a hot sauce sommelier. Like yeah. the guy comes Papa. in and tells you, yeah. we have oh, all wow. these imported, you know, sauce from rating from, you know, the least Mad. spicy to this is. And then and he tells you, this is very good with fish. This is very good with blah. Oh, wow. And it's so good. And in they do the blue, um, blue corn Ooh, tortillas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All blue corn tortillas. Like you, you don't get, you know. It, it's almost gluten-free, so you, you don't get any mm-hmm. flour tortillas. Mm-hmm. Yep. And they're, uh, what is it? They they do a Wagyu steak, marinate <gasps> like, oh my God. And the other one Fuck is, yeah. it's called Don Pedro's. I don't remember. Um, uh, we came up with this Don Pedro's um, thing and at a restaurant because uh, we were going to the um, the Women's World Cup and all the, um, you know, the oh, matches okay. and all that stuff. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Yep. One of our friends, he ended up in the restaurant and he was like, oh, I had this aguachile taco, which is ceviche. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And it, was, it like it blew my mind. Yeah, so yeah. we went there for the next match. I think it was, um, I don't know if it, like, I, it might have been like Colombia, Germany or something. And we mm-hmm. ended up at the stadium and we were like, oh, maybe we can just hope, go have go dinner and then, you know, go to the match. Every time we've been there, we don't order anything else but the tacos. Like my yeah. friends, they get four tacos and it's four aguachile tacos. I get four aguachile tacos. And our Mexican friend was like, dude, this is proper good. Like oh, this is right. as good as you get yeah. in Mexico. Oh, nice. That's good to know. What did you say it was called? Don Pedro. Don Pedro. Don Pedro. Don Pedro and El Gringo Tacos and Crossness, which is coincidentally very close to one of the best ramen places in, in Sydney. Mm, it's called yeah. Rio Rio's Ramen. Rio's noodles. Oh, yes. People queue up in the, in rain, the rain. Oh, wow. Really? To eat yeah. those ramen. Wow. And Shit. it's like proper tonkotsu ramen with mm. like karage chicken and. Oh, yum. But tell me, it, it's not a better way to eat ramen than like your cold, wet, whatever. But that's it's, yeah. it, that's ramen like, weather. You, you yeah. literally be like, hey, fuck it. Yeah, yeah you're bring it on me. <laughs> <laughs> Give me some more. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, Crystal, let's ask, what were your half Australian and half Filipino? Mm-hmm. Filipino breakfast, what was, what's a traditional mm-hmm. Filipino breakfast? Uh, we have um, tapsalog that I'm exposed to. I guess it's mm-hmm. bit that I'm born here. But tapsalog is essentially the garlic rice, Yum. a sweet yeah. meat of some sort, whether it's a sausage or a pork mm-hmm. and a steak mm-hmm. or it's fried spam. And then you wouldn't have lechon egg. for breakfast, right? Like, no, no, but I, I mean I do personally, <laughs> yes. <laughs> I would have lechon every, every meal. meal. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, it, it's usually like a sweet curd type fry, or fried meat with a, yeah. a garlic. Garlic rice is the go-to. Yeah, man. Um, which is the best. 
I mean, even though even late at night, I, I remember coming home from the clubs and my dad would be like, do you want eggs and rice? And he's like quickly frying up like yeah, a good nice. garlic mm. rice and egg. Yeah. And it's like breakfast, late night snack, same thing. <laughs> same, same. Get up, yeah. have it again. <laughs> I, I yeah. find it eggs and rice. Yeah. The day old rice with a scrambled egg, mix oh, it all together. It's, yes, it's, yeah. just, it's just hits my, the spot. My, my yeah. mum, that's how she stumbled upon her version of fried rice. Mm. It would be like, you know, we do a salad on a Saturday or a Sunday. Chop and it then, all up. Yeah, and then like, you know, there's still some bacon left from breakfast on Sunday and whatever else she could find yep. and throw in, you know, the, the frozen peas and corns, carrots, whatever, into a pot with garlic and whatever else, scramble up some eggs, mm. soy sauce, everything else, curry powder. My mum is a thing with her. She all, Her rice was always yellow. She would put curry powder in there just to give it a bit of a flavour and she'd do all that, bang together. Mm. And a salad. And the beauty of it, Done. it's never the same. Never, yeah, ever. Yeah, you can yeah. never replicate and it. The pr- and, yeah. that, and, and every it's time was amazing. And it's a problem because then you have, yeah. we how, had that thing with that? my grandma <laughs> yeah. and she would make these freaking amazing and she's like, oh, just, you know, use yeah. whatever I had in mm. the fridge. Mm. I was like, I tell did. me exactly what you did because I want to <laughs> fucking need this <laughs> yeah. again. Yes. And it would never happen. No, because no. yeah. you overthink it. You're like, oh, yeah, I got to have this. I got to have that. Yeah. And then you put it together, you're like, this tastes like shit. Just going by feels like, oh, you know, there's a bit of ham. It's. It looks all right. Yeah. Just yeah. chuck it in, and yeah. it was like, "Oh my god, this was so good!" That's that's what my mum did with pupusas. Mm. So she do the pupusas, yeah. whatever. She's like, "Oh, I don't have, I don't, I've got cheese. I don't mm. have chicharrón. Yeah, I don't have yeah. the pork." Yeah. She's like, "Oh, maybe I'll just use a bit of this meat." Mm. She would tear it up and put mm. it all together. I'm like, "Whoa, this is awesome!" Yeah. She's like, oh, I don't know. I just tried it out and <laughs> tried it out. It's just yeah. nice. Uh, well, do you find right? So because I I know that you got a lot of your inspiration. And your talents and your passion for it from your mum and your grandma for mm. cooking, yeah. So, do you find that probably not so much now that yeah you're a bit of an expert, but <laughs> I wouldn't but, say an expert. <laughs> <laughs> but let's say, and I compare this to my wife, right? She'll be like, "All right, how much water do I need? How much salt do I need? How much pepper do I need?" Are you a measuring and, person? And oh, measuring, yeah. And my and my my mom or whoever would just be like, "Oh, this much or that much." And I'm the same, but my wife, you have to tell her like. Half, half a teaspoon or half of this or a quarter of that. Because if you don't, she just loses her mind. Mm. Are, are you just whatever goes or do you have to be well, measured? Well, I, I think the boring answer is it depends. Because okay. yeah. if I'm cooking sweets. Oh, yeah, it has to be measured. It has to be has measured. has to be measured, yes. If yes. anything that goes in the oven, it needs to be of course. measured. Because yeah. even the slightest off yeah. ratio of flour yeah. or eggs or it's sugar, it, it just messes up And you the, stuff the, the whole thing. Mm-hmm. And, it's you, not just and you only bit. realize 45 or an hour yeah. and a half later and yeah. you're like, fuck, I need yeah. to start up, you know, again. Yeah. Yeah. I think when you're cooking savory, that gives you a little bit more leeway in terms mm-hmm. of uh, going free yeah. and, you know, just doing mm-hmm. it by feel. Because yeah. you can you can taste as you go, right? As you go, that's exactly. right. You put so something you, in the oven, adapt. that's it. And and I always have, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> it's, it's gone. It's like, done. It's, yeah. what, you, you just, like, I you know. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, please, <laughs> Padre. <laughs> it's, yeah. uh, you know, and, and it's also a thing, like, I've, I've always had this conversation with, with anyone that asks me about food because some people are very adamant that you cook whatever and then you add salt at the end. Like I'm more about building layers of flavor. So 100%. if you're putting onion, 100%. a little bit of salt, you don't have to go overboard, no. but you're building yep. and salt helps to bring moisture out of veggies mm-hmm. and, you know, ah. proteins and stuff. So mm-hmm. that gets cooked out, which becomes juice or font on, ah, you know, stuck okay. to a pan that you can deglaze and that's all flavor, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if you only use the salt at the end, you're missing out on a mm. lot of 
opportunities. Well, you, you could have built up on that, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, and I'm also an engineer, so I'm very good with numbers. And mm-hmm. I do feel like even though, you know, again, if you're doing sweets, like we, we in my family, they make this um, traditional cake. So the tradition was like when you turn 12, you have 12 layers of this cake. It's like Ooh, two meals. Cool. Where yeah, have I heard, I've heard of this before? Yes. And then you have the cake, chocolate, like chocolate cream cake. And but they kind of almost look like a biscuit. Yeah. But then because of the chocolate cream in the middle, it looks like a honey cake. Okay. Oh, it's yep. sort of like a mm-hmm. Russian honey cake, yep. but it's stacked up. Yeah. And the tradition was you turn 12, you get 12 layers. And you go up till you get eighteen. After you, oh. you're eighteen. Oh my god! That's wow. you know. I'm mean, fifty four. You, right? you can't make it any taller. <laughs> so you only get eighteen, uh, yeah. and for the rest of yeah. your life, and it's then covered in like really dark chocolate, almost bitter. So yeah. it's not too sweet. It's not it. It's amazing. It's, yeah. If you you know had your birthday and you didn't get that cake, you really didn't have your birthday. So oh okay. Um. Yeah right. And if you never had it, then. Nobody you, cared. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Didn't care. Nobody, Nobody, loved, you. Nobody loved you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And, and, and it, it was like a thing. Um, so the, the tradition in the family is like it that recipe gets passed on on um, the women in the family, right? right. So mm-hmm. uh, my grandma got it from her mom. Mm-hmm. Her mom got it for great-grandmother yeah. and like all that. And then my mom got it from my grandma. And they kind of broke tradition with me because I moved to Australia and my mom felt like, you know, I, I don't know when are you going to yeah. get married. I yeah. don't know if yeah. I'm even going to like your wife because you're going to be all, you yeah. know, yeah. You, like, might, love that. you might literally like get a Karen. Exactly. So I think she felt the need to like give the recipe to me because, you know, it, mm. it, it's basically I'm going to be making my mm. birthday cake every year. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. my friends love it because they get to yeah. eat the cake. Yeah, and, yeah, you yeah. Know. When's your birthday? <laughs> <laughs> I'll save you a piece. Yeah, yeah. Right. <laughs> um, but then when the, she gave me the recipe, the first thing I did was to measure out the amount of batter I had because mm. I've always, if it, like, and that's the OCD and the engineer brain mm-hmm. in me, mm-hmm. seeing the cake and having uneven layers, like a thicker layer, a smaller yeah. layer, mm-hmm. I, that like it, it like it gave me a niche in the brain <laughs> yeah. that I just couldn't, you yeah. know, scratch. It has to look the same. The yeah. first time I did the cake, I measured and I was like, okay, I'm making 18 layers and divided by 18 yeah. and make them all even. And I was so happy with myself. Man. I was like, yeah, Man. this is how it should <laughs> be. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Fuck yeah. But again, like food has that amazing quality that when someone cooks it for you and they cook it with love, it always tastes better. Always. Yeah. Than always. if you did it, you know, yourself. Mm. Yeah. So you know, it's it's never gonna taste like if it's if, if it was made from, like from by my mom or my grandma. Mm. Like it's good, but it's yeah. just not the same, right? Not the same. Yeah. yeah. Can, can I ask? Has your mum been here, out here? No, not yet. Okay. So she's, she's dying to come. Do me a favor. Mm-hmm. When you bring her out here, <laughs> I'm not gonna do a Vegemite. Please. <laughs> no, 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 no. Come on, man. I'm gonna mum too, man. No way. No fuck away. No, I'd do it. You'll get slapped. No, I'll get a chancla yeah, or something. something. Yeah, yeah. I love in the story that the panic in her with you moving abroad was like, don't lose tradition. I don't know who you're gonna yeah, marry. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna <laughs> give you this recipe. Yeah. Yeah. Look, to be fair, I think I think it's. You know, I'm moving to literally the other side of the world, and mm-hmm. she doesn't really know the culture. Like, yeah, what whatever you hear from uh, from Australia and back home, it's literally all the stereotypes like koalas, chlamydia, kangaroos, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Opera House, and yeah. that's 
Yeah. Pretty much it. Like yeah. you don't really know. and Nemo, like you know, Peter yeah. Sherman, Wallaby yeah. Road, and like. <laughs> 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 